Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. Today, we're reading dreams about spiral staircases and Barry Manilow. We're also reading about crazy game of hide-and-seek, eating only blue food, and a bloody book. <laughs> Let's get started. Hi, Mindy. Hey, Brooke. How are you? Oh my gosh. Getting back from vacation, this is so hard to adjust back to normal life. I was going to say, welcome back from vacation <laughs> to you. the real world, but oh, oh it it's tough. It was beautiful, and it was warm, and now I'm back, but... I'm ready to read some dreams. You sound so happy about <laughs> being back. Too. Well, it's hard to leave when it's like 83 and you're sitting on the beach drinking all day to come back and to this weather. And I could be life. on a 40 degree beach, and as long as I'm sitting there drinking, <laughs> drinking all day, I'm fine. fine. Sign me up for that trip. I'm going to go ahead and book you a trip right to Alaska. Oh, send me straight up because I am so down for that. <laughs> totally fun. But do you want to get started yeah. on some dreams? I do. I um I'm gonna start, I think, this week. Perfect. I've got a Miss Valerie, and she is from Montgomery. Okay. Now this is kind of a short and sweet one, so I'm gonna read through it, but then I think there's lots of really good symbols in it that I think we'll both really like. Sounds good. Okay, so this one's called Grandparents House. My grandparents had a house built in the 20s, so it was a partial basement uh, that would keep winding around into the dirt basement like a spiral staircase. I hate those, those dirt basements. Remember my house? I had a dirt oh, basement. It was yes, creepy. Freddy Cougar definitely creepy. lived down there. No, no. So super creepy. And I get it because my grandma's house like had a regular basement and then... A, a cellar? partial, like a cellar basement that had the dirt floor. Yes. And I'll always remember that smell. Oh, always, yeah. It, has smell. it just smelled musty. It, it wasn't bad, but I'll just always remember that smell. Yeah. Looking so, back, I'm sure someone like was dead, buried in that crawl space. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure of it. I'm sure. You know what? This is the weirdest thing because the house I grew up, or that you knew I grew up in, was 100 years old. And so it is an old farm. It was 100 house. years yeah. old? I yeah, it's probably like. 1892 or something yeah oh, so it was pretty yeah. old so that basement was kind of old and creepy and uh there was just one toilet down there I don't know why it actually had like a stall like it was a like a school toilet and it, why on a dirt I don't know it was weird did anyone ever use it no I don't even know if it worked but it, it was, was there, there. <laughs> I tried not to go in the basement. We had a broiler, like which is like the old heating system, but it Oh yeah. No. That's mm-hmm. like in your oven. Not alone. When you need to like get that crisp on the edge of the fish, you put the broiler on. <laughs> exactly. I just needed the whole cook. farmhouse. I don't even cook. I know what a broiler is. But yes, I totally can picture Valerie's grandparents. Yes. Dirty okay. Basement. We did get off on a little bit of a tangent, but I get the basement and there's spiral staircases into the dirt. Okay. And she said, so as the spirals go down, there's storage on both sides. And I swear it went on forever in circles, but she was too scared to ever go all the way to the bottom to find out. So she says, I have this reoccurring dream that I get closer and closer to the end and a few circles around, it gets weirder and weirder. And once 
I dreamt of Barry Manilow was down there <laughs> playing the piano. <laughs> that is the best. Followed by, but most of the time, it was just creepy AF. I'm like, okay, I get Barry it. Manilow can be but Barry Manilow can be creepy AF too. I get it. <laughs> I wonder which song he was playing. I, I would love to reach out and find out, but to go with the other creepy AF stuff that she says are like talking old toys, Ooh. spooky picture frames, and even moving shoes. But she Ooh. never makes it to the bottom. She never makes it to the end of the staircase. So That is a weird reoccurring dream. It is. And I've got some thoughts on it. Wondering if you do too. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. She's so scared of this basement, right? And I get it because it does sound creepy AF. But I'm wondering, the first thing I notice about the dream is that it's at her grandparents' house. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but the first thing I feel is like love and just like yes. a simpler time and like a gentleness. Comfort. Comfort. All- hugs. So, hugs and kisses and cookies. Like that's <laughs> what I can remember. My grandma would never let me leave the house without having a ton at of things least I didn't need or want. 17 cookies. <laughs> yes. You could not say no. No, you could not say no to grandma. <laughs> Not you ate until you puked, and that yes. was the only option. Yes. But my thought was just like, I'm wondering if this staircase, okay, obviously represents some kind of issue in her life, but is it set at her grandparents' house just because she's so concerned about whatever issue this staircase represents that she kind of needs some of that comfort? some of that safety of her grandparents' house Mm -hmm. that she remembers as a kid. So she's kind of putting like her stress with the spiral staircase in a house she's comfortable and familiar with. Yeah, well, spiral is interesting. The dream itself, it's recurring. You're going around and around. Mm -hmm. So is there something that she is revisiting multiple times in her life? I agree because this is a doozy because, I mean, clearly she's been having – this reoccurring dream, and we all know that that means it's something that has been following you around. So maybe this is something she's been been dealing with for a while, or maybe a family situation too, because it was like a family home. Like, is there? A, it could be. A it could be like family situation directly related to the grandparents' house. I mean, that's very interesting to think about. I took it more as kind of a you know just kind of a figurative symbol in her dream of comfort but yeah maybe it actually does have something to do with their actual family I mean and I think spiral staircases in general like without going too much into them you know like you think of going up or going down I think going going, down which is she's going down which worries me a little bit because going up I think always positivity positivity something good is going to happen but going down I feel like She's still worried about something in her life. And the fact that she never gets to the bottom, Mm -hmm. what is she she afraid to face? And why is that thing? She's afraid to face dancing shoes at the bottom. I I would be afraid of dancing shoes and Barry Manilow too. But I'd still be curious enough to keep trekking down. And I think that's what she realizes is that as soon as she gets to the bottom, she's going to have to deal with it. She's going to have to deal with whatever's there, and she's not ready for that. Could be. And, you know, like we said, you know, it's a recurring dream from her childhood. So, you know, is she still afraid of something? Is there a truth she doesn't want to find out at the bottom of that staircase? And, like... Maybe there's a buried treasure at the bottom. And she's... (gasps) That would be the coolest. Oh, yeah. Like, she's got to find... There's a family secret, and she's got to find it out. 
I would love if there were a billy goat down there. A billy goat. And you had to answer like three riddles for this <laughs> treasure. To get over the bridge. <laughs> to get over the bridge. And this troll but comes out. It's like the last three steps. You have to meet the billy goat and answer three <laughs> questions. And then the stairs appear and you could get down to the final stairs to find out what's going on. And here's what I would love if she worked on and could be able to do is get that lucid dreaming effect where you can control your dreams and know mm. that you're dreaming which yeah. l- lucid dream is a whole amazing thing to realize that you are in a dream and continue down the stairs and see what is there like i want her to push herself yes i want to see what's at the bottom but at the same time she's got to do this at her own pace she does you know i think that there is some kind of confusion in her life i just think of a basement this is just me personally. Mm-hmm. I don't ha- I've never had like a nice organized basement. I guess my parents' house when we yeah. would do our yeah. videos and stuff, but it's not <laughs> yeah. it has resorted back to its original state of cement of and normal basement. Okay. Normal basement. I just always think of like kind of like disorder and clutter. You know, so maybe that's confusion or she needs to sort things out and of course in any dream it's mostly like sorting things out emotionally or she might actually have to face some challenges coming up this one i feel like she actually is gonna have to get to the bottom of the staircase to really figure out what's wrong what's moving on but you know what i mean it's like there's something reoccurring though some trigger where it brings her back to this dream i actually did research on this one because i was like I want to see what basements mean. And of course, you know, Mm -hmm. dreams and basements and all of that is all relative to the dreamer. But I've read that entering a basement means that you need to kind of fall to the bottom first before you can get your footing. And when I read that, I thought it was kind of particularly interesting because she clearly needs to start dealing with this past issue, whatever it is. And she has to either put it away or keep it buried or take the first step to understand herself. And I know that sounds like cliche and what have you, but like, seriously, there is something at the bottom of those stairs. She does not want to address but at the same time wants to address it because each dream yes. she She's gets further and further down the staircase. So what do you think Barry Manilow has to do with this? A very like upsetting. A, a closet Barry Manilow <laughs> fan? Like I don't think she's a closet if she's <laughs> willing to tell us about it. Wait, when was when was Barry Manilow in his heyday? Because I oh, think it's probably before our say, time, right? Um, I would probably oh I'm I'm going to be probably wrong, so we can edit this part out. If I, <laughs> I want to say, like, 70s was, like, his heyday. Yeah, okay. I would be curious if her grandparents liked Barry Manilow. And maybe they played him a lot or something? Maybe. Yeah, so that makes sense. But I think, like, all the creepy stuff she mentioned, um, you know, the dolls and the shoes and the Barry Manilow's. I think it's all like just kind of like a visually creepy thing to keep her dream intact. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's afraid of some real issue at the bottom of the stairs, but she's keeping everything else kind of like literally creepy as a way to keep her from getting down to the bottom yeah. of the stairs. So, you know, she's kind of putting up these roadblocks for herself not to get to the real issue. And that's fine because everyone's got to do it in their own time. 
Um, I'm sorry you had to dream about Barry Manilow. That does sound terrifying. Hey, what are you what are you doing Sunday? Me? Because you'll never guess who's in playing in Chicago. I uh, who? Barry Manilow. No. <laughs> I just Googled it. He will be playing at the Chicago Theater. Oh, I love the Chicago Theater. Sunday, and we can get tickets for, do you want to guess how much? Each? Yes. I'm going to let, I'm going to wait, let's play a game here. How much is it going to cost us to see Barry Manilow on Sunday? Because I know you're coming to Chicago. I am. And I also want to know, though, do, do these prices include, like, backstage passes where we can talk to him about Valerie and her <laughs> dream. I would love only... to know that. No, these are just okay. straight up tickets. I'm I'm sorry. I mean we might have to we might have to upgrade to get the backstage here. Holy shit. Okay, please. but I'm guessing anyone like Barry Manilow style, this is just a pure guess. Okay. This is a, I'll like, say the, the cheapest ticket out there. Okay. They don't tour very often. And if they're doing, I mean, the Chicago theater is not that big, but it's beautiful and it's prestigious. I would guess the cheapest ticket would be 150. You are very close. (gasps) 135, but I'm not counting in the ticket fees. So yeah, 135. Good job. The highest ticket, I mean, this might be the VIP package. 720 for a Very, very, no. Very no. Or maybe it's I a mean, Christmas special. I mean that maybe. I maybe. get it. Or like, <laughs> but still, like, uh, <laughs> I don't. I I mean, I would spend seven fifty on like an Elton John concert. Yeah. I don't think Barry Manilow has the pull for that kind of quan. Ma- I mean, they're still they're still available. So obviously he doesn't. <laughs> and it's Sunday, so, so these are going to well, drop. And let me know what I, you're doing on Sunday. I will let you know um, <laughs> Saturday evening what I'm doing because those tickets are going to drop in price really fast. That would be hilarious. Wow. Um, no, I don't have anything against Barry Manilow no, no. to all the Barry Manilow fans in the world. But I just think it's really funny that Not this person job. specifically mentioned Barry Manilow as one of the creepy AF parts of her And he's coming to Chicago. <laughs> and he's going to be in Chicago in a couple days. So Crazy. that's that's funny. That is funny to me. But that's all I think I have. Do you have any other thoughts on Miss Valerie? Thank you, Valerie, for sending that in. That Thank was you. a ton of fun. Recurring dreams always are fascinating to me. If you have a dream you'd like to share with us, head on over to remolations.com slash share a dream. We're definitely looking for some new dreams to share in the next couple of weeks. So submit anything, whether it's short and sweet or reoccurring or just off the wall crazy. We'd love to hear about it and share it on the show. Everything and everything. Everything everything. On to dream number two. <gasps> That's you. That's me. I have this one. <laughs> I have it already. I have notes and everything. I've got my notes. Um, I'm having so much fun, by the way. I do too. I love this. We get to do this together. Forever and ever. Okay. All right. This next dream comes in from Evelyn. And Evelyn is from Oxnard, California. Ooh, she's now living in L.A. Cali. All right. Yes. I know we have not had California represented yet, so this is fun. It's great news. And she titles her dream, Library Search Party Haunt. <laughs> 
All right, so here's how it starts. Hello, a few weeks ago, I took an edible. <laughs> so that's a good way to start. This is already starting out so good. <laughs> a few weeks ago, I took an edible. I stayed up for over two hours, not feeling any effect, and later went to bed. Oh, boy. I had a dream that I felt like were a few different vignettes that had to be pieced together. So we have a couple scene changes in this one. <laughs> First part, act one. I am a child... <laughs> Did she really say act one? No, she said first part. I added it. Oh, I, think. I was like, wow, we're dealing with like like a legit screenplay <laughs> here in this stream. Exterior. Exterior. <laughs> exterior. It's part one. I'm a child in the school library hiding out. The librarian finds me and she says she's calling the cops. I ask him to wait and that I'll leave soon. The whole time I'm crouching behind shelves as if hiding from someone else. Ooh. It's interesting. Is that it's it? A, that's, that's act one. Oh, that sounds like that's the whole thing. No. Okay. <laughs> We're going on. Work with this. <laughs> act two. Part two. I'm in my parents' garage, probably a teenager. My dad and my three younger siblings are there. There is a food pantry in the dream where everything is assorted by color. I tell them I was never allowed to eat blue foods. This reminds me of a charming Charlie's. Oh my God. I, I yes. know they don't exist anymore, but you'd walk in and everything was like, here's the red section. Here's the blue section. And for our Virgo minds, oh my God. it put me at so much ease ever. that I'd be like, I just want to live. I'm looking for red today. It's over in this section. I need something with yellow. It's over here. I know it's in the yellow section. God bless you, Charming Charlie's R.I.P. Whatever happened. Whatever happened. <laughs> Go ahead, Evelyn. Evelyn, <laughs> Evelyn could not. Maybe she's also a Charming Charlie's fan. We do not know. Oh, well, she's probably a Virgo. She, she could be. But she was not allowed to eat blue foods. <laughs> they started bringing them in to organize on the shelf and are saying, I can have anything I want. Oh, okay. go ahead. Act three. <laughs> I'm with my boyfriend at a weird carnival turned search party. We brought our switch for our friends to play. Our nemesis, our nemesises, nemesises are there. It's a hard word to say. Nemesis. Yeah, I've never seen these people in real life. We let them play and then start leaving. I see my mom next to a table. A bloody book is beside her. Uh, okay. <laughs> One of us calls over the search party officials, but she warns us. To leave her alone, and that's her book. Oh. Yeah. Dark turn there. Dark turn. Very unexpected. We back away, and I find myself in the passenger seat of a truck with a strange man, and I don't know where my boyfriend is. Also, I feel like a kid. And then she woke up. Oh, okay. So we have a lot of scene changes, lots going on. A I do full find... act play. <laughs> three full acts. Is there is there a musical element to this play? Because I think the music would be like dun dun dun. Wah, wah. <laughs> Especially when the bloody book shows up. <laughs> like that's gotta be like creepy music. That's gotta be super creepy. Um that's very interesting. Okay. Go ahead. Take it from the beginning. The edibles may have something to do with it. I think Probably. this is something you're also delving into more um, in that what causes us to dream the dreams we have besides just 
a regular old night of sleep. Like, Mm -hmm. have we been drinking? Have we been having edibles? What have you? Like, what causes dreams to happen? And I think edibles, honestly, bring out your deepest, darkest secrets, but in a fun kind of positive way. So maybe it's a way for her to be aware of something, but not in such a scary, harsh way. Yeah. And I do find that there's like a common theme on here of hide and seek. So stick with me on this. So the first act, she's hiding in a library and, you know, she's afraid that the librarian finds her. And then the second act, as as we call it, that that was more (laughs) about the foods and organizing things. But in the third act, there was that strange person in that truck with her. So I feel like there's an element of moving around and hide and seek. And to me, hide and seek reminds you of childhood. Obviously, yeah. of like the games you play, and was very playful when you were a kid. So as she's also going through this dream, she's mentioning how her age changes. Because in that second act, she was a teenager, and mm-hmm. in the third act, she felt like a kid again. So I feel like she was almost oh yeah, the first one she was a child, and then she okay. was a teenager, and then she was, felt like a child again. It, was that during the search party? She felt like a child again. Well, more so maybe when she got into the truck with a man, but she's like she said, I also felt like a kid. But that's still very interesting. Oh, and then she also sent the emoji that looks like this. (laughs) Which is terrible description for a podcast. But I can Can you explain this emoji? Mindy's got like uh, her hands up like uh, a W? W WTF, you know? Yeah, the WTF emoji. But her face, I can't quite pinpoint. (laughs) It's my favorite face, but like. It's definitely a what? It's like or a, a question. Like a huh? Girl. But I'm not sure. So as her age changes in this, as her age changes, it's I find it interesting that each part of the stream she remembers. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a, a Swiss cheese of a dream because there's kind of parts that don't connect together, but they're all in the same evening or she believes that they're they're tied together somehow. I get that. I get that, girl. That is how I dream. Lots of scene changes, lots of acts, more mm-hmm. acts than a dream should have. Yes. So I get I get the Swiss cheese plot because sometimes you can't put all the things together. Sometimes they don't all fit together. Let me go back to the beginning a little bit about where it starts, and that's in the library. Mm-hmm. And to me, libraries mean a lot of information, a lot of knowledge. It's a place that you go to find information out. A library to me is going to symbolize, you know, there's something she's seeking. Going back to that hide and seek, there's something she's seeking a solution to. And a library is is symbolizing that because it's got so much information in it. But I feel like a library could also be very overwhelming because mm-hmm. there are so lots, many so choices. many choices to look up. Got to use that Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> is that even a thing anymore? No. But I do remember our our high school library had the Dewey Decimal Catalog in these wood, golden wood oak. You pull out the card thing. And then you make sure it went back in the right spot or the nuns would yell at you. It was tricky. (laughs) It was tricky. I'm glad they've come up with a better. Oh, my God. No, I mean, actually, no, they do still use it, but they just don't have the cards anymore. Like, it's all digitalized. 
so you know, like, so digi- you can t- it's a digitalized Dewey Decimal System. It's a digital. I guess it's the right word. Again, adding more simple symbols. Syllables are needed. It's a digital oh, I didn't get any more system. syllables. I got to pay attention to this now. <laughs> I know, I'm saying I do it all the time. I guess. I never noticed it before. I Maybe you're like speaking words. correctly. Maybe I just stutter extra syllables. I don't know. I love how you stutter then. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, now, nowadays it's all digital. So you just like put in what you're searching for, but it will come up with like do a decimal number. Like that still exists. Oh. It's still in the bindings of the book. Like I bring my kids to the library and that's, I mean, it's still there. It's got to be. That's an ageless system. <laughs> <laughs> for now, at least. For now. For now. For the next year and a half. <laughs> I read all my books on Kindle now. It's not the same. It's but not the same. I actually I actually just bought three like actual books. Mm. And granted, I'm giving one to my brother for Christmas. Um, but I really hope he reads it quickly, which he does, because he reads like five books a day. Crazy. Um, and that then he can lend it to me. Maybe <laughs> but then can, I can inform us on how the what numbers on the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, are. he'll go to the library and be like, if I donated this book, what would the Dewey Decimal number be? One seven three point two point one. Yeah, there's lots of periods in those numbers. There are. Yeah. Um, no, I did I got like actual books and I'm like I don't really know the last time for myself that I bought an actual book so pretty excited for those to come in nice very good I know it's like old-fashioned reading old-fashioned moving on to like the part of the dream when she's in the library and that librarian comes over and that he was going to call the cops on her and I think when I think of cops I think of an authority figure or like something like by the book, so to say, like uh, to do something correctly. I'm not trying book. to be punny here. I, I, you're so punny. But you know, that, I mean, it's like the correct answer. Like there is a right and a wrong when it comes of to a cop. Of course, there is. And so, Always. whatever big knowledge she's seeking, or something she's maybe trying to sort through, or something subconsciously that's saying like this is the correct answer, but she still feels like she might want to explore some options with it. Perhaps that's fine. I think that's totally fine. As you should. It's best to make an informed decision. Because someone might tell you yes, someone might tell you no, but then you got to figure out the in-between stuff. Right. <laughs> then we get to the part where it's all organized. And so again, mm-hmm. we're going back to the kind of like that organization, Dewey decimal system. So we know that's, that's an organization piece. So mm-hmm. maybe, let us know, Evelyn, if you're a Virgo, because we can totally relate to all this organizational stuff. So much. But blue, again, blue colors and dreams are so interesting. And blue, if I think of blue, I think of calm. I think of peace. I think of tranquility. I think of water and all of water. those things. Yes. Like which all is of those things come with water to me, which we yes, kind of talked about before, like total tranquility, total peace. I wanted to look it up, too, because that's what it means to me. That makes sense to me. But I also want to see what other people's opinion were. Yeah, totally. It could blue. be so. Totally different. And wisdom and knowledge came up a lot. That's also interesting because, you know, again, we're in the library and that's, you know, the place of knowledge and wisdom. Kind of all building around that piece for me in this dream. And also R2-D2. I know you're not a Star Wars person, but he's pretty much blue and white. Well, like white with blue, like, features. Mm -hmm. And he is the epitome of knowledge throughout 
all the Star Wars movies throughout the entire mm. series. He is the go-to. He is the champ. He is the smart one. And mm. so I think you Maybe. nailed that one yeah. on the head, the blue and white. That is your <laughs> Star Wars fact of the day. That is our Star nerd Wars. fact of the day. <laughs> we should definitely have a nerd fact of the day. That would be pretty cool to implement into the podcast. The next part of her dream, she goes into the carna- carnival search party, which I think is interesting. Sure is. <laughs> if you're going to have a search party, might you well might as party. well make it at a carnival because, one, you'll get more people there. And two, the more fun people are having, the longer they'll stay. So definitely. the longer yeah. the search party you'll get. Unless you're trying to hide in a search party. Right. I mean, see, again, we're back to the hide and seek thing. Like, when you're trying, like, trying to escape someone, where better to go when there's a bunch of chaos of people running around and going on rides and doing different things? And there's the carnival workers, which are always trying <laughs> to swindle you out of your five bucks. But I mean, you see any movie where there is chaos going on and the firemen or the policemen go in and then the criminals come out wearing the police uniform Mm -hmm. or the fireman uniform. So it's like, you have to be super careful because that could just all be a show. It could be. I think that that whole search party thing, again, hide and seek or searching for things. Mm -hmm. And she also mentioned like these like nemesises that were there. Nemesai. Nemesai? <laughs> I don't, again, I don't know if that's correct. But we're going to make it a word. And how it, they were like unknown people to her. So they're just strangers that came in your dreams. And now we get to the true crime part of this <laughs> dream, which is the bloody book where her mom mm, is sitting. I love this what part of the dream. blood symbolizes in dreams? Like, I was thinking about this for quite a while today. And I think it has to do with life and sustainability and existence i guess in a way i feel like also evidence like blood Mm. evidence is so kind of concrete nowadays like i don't know when it comes to crime it's our strongest the dna blood evidence you can't really fake that like blood spatter um fingerprints in the blood how do you think they captured uh anyone except oj (laughs) (laughs) except oj he he fucking figured that shit out Oh my the God, California one? Yes. Pat Oswald's wife, she figured all that out and is pretty effing amazing. I don't know why I just said fuck before and then just said effing, but yeah, okay. no. Um, blood, blood you'll fuck, you'll get tied to that crime, man. You will. That's going to fuck you up big time, so be careful, people. That's why I say always stab with an icicle because the evidence melts and no one can <laughs> Well, See, now, th- this is where our sleep podcast, our dream podcast, meets our true murder. crime obsession. <laughs> so it was just a matter of time. It was, it was. Out. But now we've got a bloody book. But we also have our mom, which, again, yes. can be a motherly figure or someone in her her life giving advice as a mom may give. Again, with all these decisions and all this information she's trying to process here, Evelyn, I think she she's... You know, again, going back to the cops, she's getting a lot of like, this is the way you should do it. This is the correct answer. But again, going back, there's so many decisions. She just needs to explore it a little bit more for herself and really get all the information before she makes a decision. Don't hasten anything right now. Evelyn, just gather more information. That's what I'm feeling with this dream. I, I agree. I feel like just live your life because you learn 
right and wrong pretty early in life. But then your right and wrongs change the older you get. So you just have to kind of figure it out as you go. And like, yeah, you might make a decision and it might be the wrong decision. But guess what? You're going to learn from that decision and you're going to grow from it. So you know what? Just figure it out. You're going to eat some more edibles and give us some better dreams. Give us some better dreams and let us know where you're buying the edibles. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a sale? It's legal in California as it is in Illinois and many other states. See, I really feel like open your dreams up to crazy possibilities, Mm -hmm. which I think is a super fun way to dream. We'll take a white claw dream, anything. We we have white claw dreams here. We have wine, wine dreams. We have vodka dreams. Let's just throw in the THC and yes, the CBD just dreams. Throw it in there. Please let us know. Thank you, Evelyn, for setting that in. I think that was very interesting and a lot so of good, scene Evelyn. changes and fun. And again, like the hide and seek thing, like so. I love a little. I love a little good hide and seek. I think <laughs> hide and seek is a game of patience, right? Because you get oh, so you bored, you just want to be like. <clears throat> Be like, I'm here. <laughs> Someone find me. I'm sick of sitting here by myself alone in the dark and the quiet. But maybe that's, that's I don't what like. the point of the game is for you to be comfortable with yourself. <gasps> Did we just have a breakthrough here? Evelyn, we might have figured it Evelyn, out. Evelyn, is hide and seek so much deeper than we ever thought it was? <laughs> maybe you just have to patience and be comfortable with yourself before you move forward with any decisions. Maybe, maybe not. So now, now you know, everybody, all of our listeners, if you're good at um, playing hide and seek, you're probably good at being comfortable with yourself and moving right along in life. (laughs) Sorry, that was so out there. It was, but it it was a breakthrough. It was a breakthrough. It was a breakthrough. God bless everyone. Thank you. You guys, I know you're loving this podcast so much. Just like me and Mindy, we're besties. Tell your bestie. About the podcast, all you got to do is tell one other person, one other person, tell your bestie, tell a coworker, tell a family member, just sign up, listen to us. If you enjoy what you're hearing, which we know you are because it's hilarious. That's why you're here. That's why you're here, really. But yeah, just get one other person to sign up and listen to us so we can Keep listening to your fucked up dreams and talking about them. Yes, yes. Amazing. All right, on to pod news. I don't know. I don't have a name for this segment, but I'm just going to talk. Pod news. (laughs) (laughs) That was in one take. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That is it for the rest of eternity. (laughs) I hope that got recorded because you're... I just want to give a few shout outs to some listeners that tuned in in the last week or so. I'm going to hit up some cities that we've been noticing that are following the podcast. Uh, Washington, D.C. Yeah, Love my DCers. Uh, we have Miami. District of Columbiers. <laughs> Is that what they're called? You know, once I took, a, I took a road trip with my mom to visit her aunt and we went through every state and tried to figure out what they were called. Oh, like the state. Yeah, models. so Iowans. Wisconsin oh, oh, Knights. I, I don't know what Michiganers. Michiganers. Hoosiers. Mm, you can't. You can't. So what, say... what do you call people from New Jersey? New Jerseyans. New Jerseyans. Virginians. Virginians. <laughs> no, it's New Yorkers. DCers. 
District of Columbians. District of Columbians. Like, yeah, like Iowans. I, I like Californians. Illinoisans. But some of them Montana. are pretty. Mon- Montanaism. Montaners? Montaners? Mon- Montanaers. Please let us know if you're from these states. And if what you're from Montana, name? please don't hate us. Please just correct us. We're we want to know. We're just here. trying to educate ourselves here. We just want to know what you're called. So, yes, Washington, uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale area has been tuning Ooh. in. Omaha, I know. Oh, we're strong in Omaha for some reason. I don't know. Thank well, you. Omaha, we're right we next you. door. To, we we're right you. next door to Nebraska. Well, I am. I am in between you and Nebraska, right. but yeah, still, we're you. close. Davenport in the Quad Cities, of course, in Iowa. Yes, Boston yes. is a new one I saw, which is very cool to see. Thanks, guys. Charlottesville, the lovely San Francisco. Uh, one of my favorites. And Seattle. So we got also some. one of my favorites. Listen to this, you guys. This is amazing. We so are thank you. so happy to hear from you that you're listening. Thank you so much. And if you share a dream with us or join our Patreon, we're going to share your name on the show, too. So even be more special than you already are in those cities. I mean, if that's even possible. All snowflakes to us. <laughs> You just need or to go Michigan to Revelations. Or- Michi- Michiganers, go to Remelations.com to sign up for <laughs> Patreon. You know you're going to sit there and try to figure these all out tonight. And you tell me which ones you get stuck on. Because I got we're, we had debates, my mom and I, over what some of them were called. <laughs> Michiganers. What is I it? Know, Michiganers, is right? I think. Mi- Mich- Michiganers. Vermont- Vermonters? Vermontians? Or Oregonians? Oregonian Washingtonians? I don't know. What's Idaho? Idaho first. <laughs> oh, Idaho please, please let it be Idahoers. I want to be if if you are called Idahoers, I might need to <laughs> make a address change of my own pretty soon. Everyone mix, mix up Idaho and Iowa anyway, so we're we all get mixed up together. So and Ohio. Ohioans. Let it Ohio Ohioans? Ohioers? <laughs> no. That doesn't what do you call Ohio people? See? Okay, Brooke. Ohio you people. You see how this took us a two hour drive to figure out? <laughs> it's very Floridians. I Floridians, know Floridians, that correct. is correct. That is correct. Arkansansians. Arkansanders? <laughs> Maine people? Mainers. People? Oh. Mainers! I think that was one we got stuck on, was Maine. I mean, Mainites. You just Maine- start in the upper right corner. New Hampshireans? It's still confusing. Maine, New Hampshire. Okay, we got New Yorkers. New Yorkers. That's good. Pennsylvanians? Probably. That's probably. probably but I mean, some of those, you guys, we just need to Hit us the up. answer. You know what? Tag us on social. Let us know yes. what you are from your state. What are you called? <laughs> We're only trying to correctly call you by what your name is. So yeah, we don't want to hit us up at, at Remolations and uh, tag us and let us know. Please and thank you. Okay. Today was a lot of fun. Thanks again, Valerie and Evelyn, which by the way, I think um, Evelyn and Valerie are just like gorgeous names thank you for sending in your dreams to us we so appreciate you taking the time to do that and uh until then sweet sweet dreams dreams, bitches. bitches